Welcome to Breaking Business Barriers, where we believe that choosing to go all in is the only way to create true freedom in your business and life. Now join your hosts, Brent Duhame, Dr. Joseph Kay, and Brandon Straza, as they talk to industry leaders, veteran CEOs, and cutting edge entrepreneurs about the tough decisions they made on their way to success. This is Breaking Business Barriers. Welcome to another episode of Breaking Business Barriers Monday edition. My name is Brandon Straza, also known as The Real Naked H, along with uh, Brent Duhame. And today you've got the two of us, and there's a reason behind that. Brent and I just got out of prison. Yes, I said it. We just got out of prison. Now, this is my second stay there. And uh, fortunately, I get let out at the end of every evening. And uh, this was Brent's first time there. You haven't heard us talk about this that in depth before. And we're going to actually have a full episode coming up this week where we go into a little more detail. But in the meantime, we wanted to drop a few meaningful, heartfelt um, experiences that we were able to uh, experience when working with these EITs entrepreneurs in training. And Brent, as this was your first experience, I'm going to let you kick it off with just a couple thank yous that you might have and some of your thoughts on what we just went through. And it's a, it's a max four penitentiary. It's the highest level security in the state of California. We flew all the way from Texas to California to be with some amazing people such as Steve Sims, Andrew Kwan, and so many other people. But take it away. Well, for sure. That my, my first shout out and thank you would be to you. You were you were exposed to this previously, and you gave me a a ring uh, before, and uh, your experience and just right after it. And you said, BD, this is something you really should do." And I didn't hesitate. I don't think it took me all five seconds to say, "Okay, I'm in." You, you know the the other shout outs you've already mentioned, uh, Steve Sims. You know, he had been there, I think, previously to this one seven times. Yeah. And then Andrew Kwan, uh, who had more experience with the Kearns prison than anyone. Qu not Andrew Kwan, but Andrew. Oh, excuse me. Andrew, yeah. excuse me. And then, and then uh, the, the president and CEO of Defy Ventures. My, my bad, I'm sorry. And then Kwan, mm -hmm. who um, had been there. And yeah. he doesn't hide the fact that he'd been there as an inmate, but he's also a great human being now employed with Defy and is a great ambassador, uh, not only for the EITs, entrepreneurs in training, but those of us who were volunteers. So shout out to them. And then every other volunteer besides us, there were 16 others that, that took the time out of their, and not only took time, but also donated money to be on the venture and, uh, and, and not adventure, but venture. And we walked into uh, something that I really had a whiteboard approach to it, didn't know what to expect. You told me a little bit about it, but you also reserved quite a bit to let me formulate my own thoughts, Charles. Yeah, um, as this was my second time, and it's not to sit there and brag, be like, hey, listen, I went back to prison. Um, the experience from time one to time two completely different from me because the second go around, uh, we were we had we had previously worked on their business plans, performas, resumes, um, 
And this time it was listening to their presentations and their pitches that had been formulated from before. And what really got me this time was I got to see their families before they even came in. And that was the, that was the emotional three or four times uh, seeing their families and getting to meet some of them. Uh, some of the EITs were fortunate enough to still have that relationship with their family and some, some, some weren't. But the, the, the EITs that I'd made that connection with previously, again, entrepreneurs in training and their, and their, and their, their families, it was, it wasn't like something I can really describe. I sat there as a father myself and I sat there and I said, these parents, they, they look like me. Not that I didn't expect that to be the case. And, and their sons and daughters, as there are some, um, uh, <laughs> yep, there's a little bit of noise going on in the background right there. I think you just heard. Their, their sons and daughters, um, as there are some that are transitioning, there are two in the, uh, the EIT program that are transitioning. Um, you sit there and you say as a parent, like they chose to go this way versus this way. Now, some of them, listen, they didn't have that, that family support. Um, a lot of them by, uh, by the age of five, I think all but two of them, their parents had been, um, through the system. And, uh, you, you just really, it, it makes you take a step back and you say, how, how did this happen when they had that family support? And it makes you really think like you can do as much as you want as a parent, but it doesn't mean that uh, your child's always going to take, um, take that right road so a couple of things you know we'll as uh, Strauss says we'll dive deeper into this in a, in a future episode here, here real soon a couple of things why would we want to go do this uh, it was a it was a method of giving back to a, a group of human beings that are probably looked at as lowlifes probably earned but don't judge along with the fact that that um, they're human beings. There's some really, really intelligent people there. I, I will say that. Uh, these business plans that they put together, it was a Shark Tank type presentation. For those of you who are familiar with that, they, they give a pitch of a business. They have very limited resources, no internet access. Uh, they had some friends and family that helped them with some details. Those that actually see friends or family along with the fact and we'll dive into what our uh, initial experience was on this trip as we were getting ready to go across this big massive I'll, I'll call it a campus I think it's probably a little bit more polite than really what it is mm. uh, we go into this holding pen outside it's hot outside uh, already Barbed wire, electric fences, and it says death you know I mean it does it puts right on there that you touch the electric fence and it's it's gonna kill you yeah, we're, we're standing out there, and we'll, again, we'll dive more into it, but our, my first experience of being outside and look at this big, massive campus was pepper spray. I heard a boom, and it looked like it was quite a ways out, it, maybe a quarter mile, I saw the smoke, but all of a sudden, we all started to sneeze, cough, rub our eyes, and the reason being, uh, in one of the um, yards, one of the yards, yep, there was a fight and they use uh, pepper grenades and we were the result of that. And let me tell you for a half hour, my eyes were freaking pouring from that stuff. And I can't imagine being real close to it. And, and as did everyone. So 
maybe maybe uh, that was a headliner. That was the roughest part of the day. Uh, but uh, it was on lockdown, if I remember right. They went into lockdown there. That's what happens when stuff stuff goes on like that, which is daily. Again, it was a maximum security prison for violent offenders. And again, we'll dive more into it. But uh, it was it's uh, if it's if you can't coin it anything other than life changing, you know. And Strauss and I will get into more of it with Doc. And he'll he'll ask us about the experience, but I'm going to tell everybody that I know, give it give it a shot because it is uh, uh, it opened my eyes to a lot of different things. Yeah, and here's what you're going to find out, and it's it's the unfortunate thing, and at the same time, I also get it. You're going to hear a lot of people that say, "Wow, this is awesome!" Hearing about the experience, this is really cool, and you're going to sit there and you're going to say to them, "This, hey." Here's the next date that it's happening. You should come with me. The amount of people that will start backpedaling and saying, um, uh, uh, I get it. You know, number one, people have got families, people got work, people got businesses. Um, but the reality is it's uh, more people will think how cool it is than wanting to actually do it. Maybe they had a different experience in life. We can't take that away or they were affected by some form of um, uh, criminal activity that happened. What I can tell you is these people and their families are amazing uh, human beings. Uh, I'm not sitting there condoning what they had done previously, but when you get to step up to a line and find out how much you have in common with the person through the, you know, true or false activity, it's, it's truly amazing. And then some of the things that uh, we haven't experienced and you sit there and it makes a little more sense on, on the path that they possibly took, unfortunately, but they are real people. They are amazing people. And we got to work on their business plans. I tell you what, BD, I'm going to leave it with this. I've seen some pitches in my time and I'm not just talking like shark tank. I'm talking like face to face where people have come to you and I and sat there and said, Hey, business idea. I'd love to pitch you. And I saw better, some better pitches than I had seen from people that have more opportunity, uh, obviously more freedom and more resources the other day than what we see as, as the EITs call it sometimes is the real world. So uh, I just floored with some of the presentations and pitches that we got to see. And it was pretty cool. The, the individual that won it after several rounds uh, was one of the guys that I coached last time. And uh, super exciting about that. So again, my name is Brandon Straza, also known as The Real Naked Agent, along with... Brent Duham. And we will see you on the airwaves. You've been listening to Breaking Business Barriers. For more information, or if you have a compelling story to tell, find us on Facebook at Open Media Source.